Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. The latest issue of the Prophetic Observer is available right now. Articles that look at current events in the light of Scripture. With a subscription to the Prophetic Observer, you'll be able to keep time on God's prophetic clock. Get your copy of the Prophetic Observer today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also subscribe online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Dr. Brad Lyles is a Christian psychiatrist and a regular commentator whose columns appear in the Canada Free Press. I'm going to paraphrase some of his May 4th, 2021 comments here. I think he hit a big nail squarely on the head when he considered some of our liberal friends. Remember, Lyles is a psychiatrist. So he speaks not only on the basis of opinion, but medical reality as well. Before looking at his comments, think back. Have you ever heard a news story, an educator or politician where the ideas being expressed were so totally absurd you were forced to say, you're nuts. If you ever have, you have a champion in Lyles. He began, it's true. Your crazy liberal friends are actually crazy. Here's why. Most people would agree that if you're psychotic, you're crazy. According to the medical literature's definition of psychosis, liberals are psychotic because being psychotic requires that you experience either hallucinations or delusions. And by definition, liberals are delusional, given that delusions are fixed, false beliefs that conflict with reality, that is, that are unchangeable by facts or logic. So, yes, your well-meaning liberal friends are crazy. This explains why no matter what happens in the world, no matter the strength of your arguments, no matter the utter failure of every liberal idea throughout all of history, your liberal friends remain unmoved. Worse than this, your liberal friends don't merely believe things that are factually not true, they believe things that can't be true. That makes them sort of super crazy. The liberal brain interferes with the determination of sequencing, of cause and effect, as well as a difficulty predicting logical effects. So, here we are, trying to have a logical conversation with a liberal. Remember, the definition we are using to describe him has nothing to do with him reaching into his pocket and meeting the need of someone else. It has more to do with reaching into your pocket or your mind to overturn what should be. 
It was the comedian Flip Wilson who used to say, the devil made me do it. Well, that was an excuse he could use to keep fingers from pointing at his nose anytime he did something wrong. To some degree, our liberal friends can say that too. In this case, it reflects on the liberal brain, which has a small but important difference when compared to the conservative brain. The liberal has a problem determining reality. He cannot determine the effect resulting from an original cause. Logical outcomes from basic actions seem to be lost in his mind. To bring the point home, the recent push to defund and demonize the police across the land, diminishing their ability to defend us, and the liberal for that matter, from the resulting increase in crime seems to not compute in their minds. Easily compared would be to demonize the fire companies. Whom do you call when your house is burning if the fire companies have been defunded? Can you see the problem? Another anomaly in liberal think is their ease in denying obvious biology when looking at a man or a woman and selecting to accept them as what they are not. One look at the former Pennsylvania Secretary of the Department of Health, now serving in the Biden administration, shows how far a liberal can stray from reality. How about this one? Let's spend trillions of dollars that don't exist for everything from housing to food to education while we're welcoming hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens with nothing to offer us more than open hands to receive our generous welfare. Unlimited welfare has to work. Just keep printing more money. Our grandchildren will figure out a way to pay the bills later. Or we now, and certainly they then, will be living in a land where nothing and no one works, but lives for free. How well do you think that will work? Utopia, it will not be. No, this is not realistic. However, that doesn't stop them from rallying behind political candidates in one election after another who are as delusional as they. Maybe delusion isn't the real problem. Maybe they are dead set against both biblical and political thinking that promotes reality. Maybe they are following the lead of Satan to destroy us. Remember, his job description is being reinforced daily. Jesus taught in John 10:9 and 10, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus had the workable plan that had his leadership guiding in a way that would be a blessing to all who follow him. Satan, on the other hand, personifies the thief's intention to steal, kill, and destroy. A rational person, 
a Bible believer, and even at the lower common denominator of being a conservative, that person is expected to somehow agree with the delusion of today's upside-down world. Dr. Lyle's conclusion is, given that the fundamental nature of delusions is that since they are not affected by logic or facts, we are powerless to persuade liberals with facts or logic. It would be wonderful if we could point to a liberal and to be able to segregate him from the rest of the population, maybe by putting a large letter L on his front and back, so we would see him coming and be prepared to deal with him and that delusion. Well, that's not going to happen anytime soon. It would also be wonderful to think that our liberal friends do not exist within our good churches, but alas, that is not true either. So many of them seem more evangelical than we. They are out there daily converting our young in school classrooms, a jurisdiction where they realized early on they could have their most fertile recruiting ground. Maybe some of our thoughts today will help us to realize how late the hour is and how much we need to reclaim what otherwise will be lost forever our precious young people, the next generation, our children and grandchildren. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sins.